Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, neutrophil, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Sarah Colonna, you know this comic. She is always trending in top podcasts for Are You My Podcast? That's the name of her show with her co-host. Longtime comedian, stand-up comic here in Los Angeles. And you probably saw her on Chelsea Lately, the very popular show on E! News for many years. And also she was a writer for Chelsea. She's on the podcast today. Be sure to subscribe and listen to her show. She does recaps of Married at First Sight. So we get into that. We are reality show fans. Um, Here is Sarah Colonna. Okay, I'm a little obsessed with this woman. Honestly, you're funny as hell on your Instagram. You're funny as hell on your podcast. And you and I share a passion for basically all things reality TV. 
Yes. Welcome to the show, a woman with the best first name ever, Sarah Colonna. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) And you spell it right with an H. You know, we both, we know how to spell our name. It's very important. Sarah's out there, you know, spelling it without the H. I know. What is wrong with them? Oh, Oh, wait, are we losing it? Wait, is it my internet connection? Is it yours? I don't know. It just froze. Oh, okay. Wait, hopefully we're back. Oh, I hope it's not mine. Anyway. I mean, it says I have full, but I am at a hotel, but so I'm sorry. No, don't worry. I was just saying, you know, the Sarah's without the H, I don't know what they're thinking. No, they just, they, they're just lazy, too lazy to put an H at the end of their name. That's what it is. And isn't it kind of crazy? I mean, I do feel like we are what is, Sarah is like the name Ethel, you know? I mean, like, I feel like in the eighties, that was the name. And now nobody is going to name their, does anyone name their kids Sarah anymore? I don't think they do. I think every Sarah is like, yeah, is our generation or or older. And now we're just being we're just being phased out. <laughs> and it really sucks, doesn't it? Because I feel like once you drop the name Sarah, everyone can pinpoint the age range. Like, I can't really say I was born in 1994. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> no. they're like, not with that name, sweetie. <laughs> no, yeah, not with Sarah, bitch. Like, I got to change it to Emma. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyway, look, okay, you're amazing. I want to talk about your career as a stand-up, a female, very successful stand-up comedian and writer. I mean, you wrote for Chelsea Lately. Um, yep. And then you wrote for After Lately, basically in E! News's heyday. I mean, yes. when it was <laughs> when it was good. Uh, but anyway, you know, but truly when they had amazing programming. Um, so so tell me what that was like. I mean, you came up as a stand-up comic, early aughts here in LA, and, and then you get connected with Chelsea. You're writing and on as a contributor for one of the biggest, basically late night shows out there. Tell me about that time period, because I'm obsessed. It was so fun. I mean, I so Chelsea and I had met many years ago. We met uh, like doing stand up as you and I before we started talking, we're discussing the early days of stand up. She and I met doing like open mics together and and all that stuff. And we became really good friends. Um, So when she got her show, I was it was like a year before I was able to be on it as a as a panelist, because it was more like at, at the beginning, they had like a journalist and like a fashion person and then one comedian. And then they finally realized we just need all comedians on this show. Like, <laughs> and, um, and then she started being able to suggest people that she knew well and whatnot. So um, more comics were getting, you know, the opportunity to be on the panel. And I remember I was so nervous because I thought, this is my friend. If I blow this, you know, I'm going to A, embarrass her, B, um, she's not going to be able to, you know, have me back on. Uh, but luckily it went really well. And, and I became a regular panelist. And then I'd say about a year of that, they offered me a a full-time writing job. And it was just the best of both worlds because getting to do my own jokes on the, on the, on the panel, and then having, being able to write for her and write for the show and write for sketches and all that stuff. It just really, um, expanded everything for me it was really challenging but it was really fun oh my god I mean yeah and it was just one of the greatest shows I mean ever out there I miss it yeah I don't I I don't even know if you could do that show anymore I think back to some of the stuff that we we did and I'm like we'd all be canceled we'd be canceled that 
nightly. That was my question. That was what I was going to ask you is do you, and I mean, Chelsea's evolved a lot. I mean, she's very, you know, she does a lot of kind of content. Um, you know, she did that whole thing. I think about, I can't even remember the name of the documentary, but basically being, Oh white. yeah. Chelsea does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's, she's really evolved, but that was my question to you. I mean, that show was so good. Do you think a network would take a chance on it today? I, you know, I think they would, but there would be, it It just wouldn't be the same because everything was off the cuff. We made fun of everything. There was no, like, there was no really limits to what we, we said or did. And, um, you know, I think it's, I miss it because it, there was no politics. There was no nothing. It was just at the end of the night, you could watch something really silly. Um, you know, we had not just the panel, but like we did sketches that were just so silly. We, I remember doing like a dance crew sketch with Fergie where she taught us all to dance. And it was just, just stuff like that, that I wish was still on because, and, and also for comedians, you know, it gave, it was the only show that had three comics a night and, and gave them the exposure and all of us really benefited for it. And you see, I mean, Joe Coy, you see Whitney, you see, you know, me, Chris Frangiola, like, Heather McDonald, just all these people that just kept kept going because that fan base is was so great. And also we got to showcase our talents. And, you know, we got Jen Kirkman. She she writes on Miss Maisel. Like people just, you know, really got got an opportunity to launch, you know, themselves. And I and I miss that for comedians. Like I wish I, you know, comedians got that chance again. Um, okay, now when you guys were there for Chelsea lately, had they taken off? Remember the days of Howard Stern? They would on E. I mean, they would air Howard, which to me was like so. I mean, I would I would stay up. Like I was obsessed. I never missed. Yes, it was same. so great for television. So did Chel I can't remember. Did Chelsea kind of replace Howard, or was Howard still there? No, no, it was uh, there was a pretty big gap, I think, between I, I can't remember what year he went off of there. But no, uh, they weren't on at the same time. I okay. can't remember. I'm really bad with years. Like I, if you told me I worked on that show two years ago, I believe you. And it's been like probably 10. <laughs> and that Eight. also just goes to show you like, OK, there again, Sarah, uh, born in the 80s. Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, were you guys still there? Remember like back when they used to air Howard Stern? Yeah. In fucking 1999. Um, right. OK. <laughs> But wait, okay, but you were there when they had launched the Kardashians, right? Um, I the Kardashians were first. So they were before Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty positive. Yeah. And they had already been successful. Like the show had already been a huge hit for E. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. All right, so you're already seeing their success. And I remember, of course, Chelsea would have some, you know, she'd have them all on, the Kardashians, like at different they times. Yeah, they came on at once and actually were in the like, I think Kim hosted it. And so they were all there like they did. And they were all in the writer's room one day. And I was like, what is my life? Like, this is so bizarre. All the Kardashians are here. They were actually all very sweet, which is, uh, you know, not that I expected them to come in and be rude, but um they were they were very sweet. They came in and, and we sat with them in the writer's room and I was just like, this is so bizarre. But they, you know, the hard workers, that's for sure. They were they were there doing their stuff. They didn't phone anything in when they when they were there. I was I was impressed in that way. You're probably I don't even know. I'm going to say the 50th person that's in show business to some degree that has met the Kardashians or worked with them. Or Everybody says that about them. I rarely hear anything. I mean, you hear all the negative commentary about them, but people yeah. that directly work with them. I people say the same thing that they're yeah. hard workers. They show up. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was a pleasant experience. You know, you never know if someone's going to be like, whatever, I'll show up at the last minute and just blah, do my thing. But no, she wanted to, uh, you know, and I think it's probably in that sense, it was probably pressure on her to also like not not phone it in. She didn't want to she didn't want to go on that set and, and tank. Right. So there's that. Who over the years, I mean, because you've worked with some of the biggest comics, and like you said, so many of the people you wrote with have gone on, had great podcasting careers, TV careers. Who's been your favorite comic that you've worked with over the years? Huh, that's a good question. Um, I I mean, one of my best friends is Chris Frangiola. He's a comedian. If you guys don't know him, you would look him up. He's hilarious. Um, and so probably like him, Fortune is is amazing and she's just killing it right now so I would say in that sense like stand-up wise and someone who I've become friends with and then I'm watching her career just go I would say that's fortune and and it's so fun I mean as I'm as a baby stand-up I'm just starting but it's really interesting to see like people just the different degrees of funny you know and when you find somebody that the audience really connects with and that is so funny you're just like oh my god this you, you kind of can feel it like the person's going to be a star like you almost yeah. know it yeah 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 totally and with her I just feel like she's just so genuine on stage and she's just so lovely and then she's you know and she's just um so I'm really yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pick fortune even though I've got a million of them probably <laughs> that I could say uh, <laughs> yes okay so so you've you know you've done so many things writing been on camera how and when did you guys decide you said all right you know I'm gonna try podcasting well, honestly, I was doing my friend that I do the podcast with Mary Redzinski. She's a comedian, too. Very, very funny. Uh, she's Philly based. She um, during COVID 2020, she was like, you know, you're always babbling about Lifetime movies and posting about these stupid Lifetime movies. And so am I like we should just do a podcast where we talk about them because we were bored. You know, and there, there was not I and I was like the last I feel like I was late to the podcast game for sure. But I just didn't, I was like, oh, I don't really have anything I'm you know, passionate about doing a podcast about. Um, so we started doing lifetime movies and then we both watched married at first sight. So we started covering that. And then that's when our, our downloads really like people that was, you know, where the bread's buttered, I guess you, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Oh, I guess there's not that many shows that just strictly do there's shows that touch on it, obviously, you know, but there wasn't really a strict, I guess, married at first sight one, or if there was, you know, there's a couple of them, but not a ton. So we got a good following from that. And we just stuck with it because that's, you know, we just have fun doing it. And as you know, a podcast is, it's a lot of work. You really have to, you know, especially when you're watching shows and talking about them and it's time consuming. So we stuck with that. And then whenever married at first sight is not on, we'll do a trending Netflix movie or we'll do a lifetime movie and basically just rip them and make fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What's a recent lifetime movie that you've watched that you just absolutely ripped? Oh my God. I can't even, I mean, the names of them, it's probably like, you know, my, my brother's basement's murderer or whatever. I, you know, the, the, you can't even remember the titles, but I haven't, I haven't really watched one in a, in a couple months because we've been doing this. Um, but we're going to do I know there's a there's a basically looks like a lifetime movie with Lindsay Lohan coming out on Netflix. Oh, my yeah. God. Which, OK, by the way, what's your take? I mean, you've been in Hollywood a hot second. You think I mean, it's funny to me. Hallmark's below her, but also kind, maybe that resurrects her. What's your take? I think that people watch those movies. I mean, I you know, they really do, whether it's out of um, 
like me kind of ironically i i mean i will watch a lifetime movie all night like i'll watch them on saturdays things i don't even like when we're not even you know we don't talk about them but i'll just watch them to entertain myself because it's like they're just funny to me i you know but i, I like i remember when we did it was um like we were talking about it was a a predator's revenge or some shit like that and it was like some it was like a guy that's basically obsessed with sharks and it basically kills people and feeds them to sharks the shit is off the wall and we were just ripping into this movie making fun of it and the guy who wrote it (laughs) was messaged us and came on our podcast and i was like oh um He's like, I, we're in on the joke. Like, I get what I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I know that that's, I know that the guy who like kills people and feeds them to sharks isn't like a serious movie. So oh, that's it horror. was, yeah, it made me feel better because I'm like, we're making fun of stuff, but it is people's work, you know? But, um, <laughs> and our, and our favorite was de- is definitely the Eric Roberts, the um, Stalked by My Doctor series. If you've never seen those movies. Oh my, you- which by the way, Eric Roberts, Julia Roberts' brother, Yes. 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 Very, mm-hmm. ha- very handsome. I mean, kind of has that like a little bit of a villain look. I mean, already. Yes. I've never seen any of them, but I bet oh they're class. You have to. We, it, they are. He plays like a creepy doctor that's obsessed with women who are like just barely legal, like 18 and what <laughs> it is so creepy. And they're so funny. And I am obsessed with them. And then again, one of the one of the writers of one of them was like, we are obsessed with how obsessed you guys are with these stupid movies. And he came on and and talked to us about it. So it's it's been fun to be able to, like, know that people can have fun with that topic and and they don't think that we're being um, mean. Is that a goal, by the way, to be on Lifetime, like to be on one of their films and just be like a stand up comedian murdered by Eric Roberts? I mean, that would be my dream. That's my dream. Yes. (laughs) I agree. Yes. If anyone is listening, put me in a movie and let Eric Roberts like murder me for my daughter or whatever. I okay. So I share. I'm I'm obsessed with TLC shows. You know, 90 Day Fiance. I love a Mama's Boy. This Welcome to Plathville, which is about a family in Georgia. They were uber religious. Their kids didn't even know iPhones existed until like three years ago. And that is like my dream too. Like I'm. I love my husband so much, but like, I'm like, God, if I could just find somebody from Tunisia to go on, like, I would just be be like such a dream. Like, I mean, it's just so, these shows are so epic. I mean, because they really, nothing really happens. I actually have to say in Married at First Sight, I think more happens than in most of these shows. And yet, I mean, I'm, I'm totally sucked in. I know. I was like, I also was obsessed with Love, uh, Love After Lockup for quite a while. Um, yes. I haven't watched it in a couple seasons. I just sort of, I think I just sort of fell off of it. And 90 Day too. I was obsessed with 90 Day. I've got to get back into it. I feel like I've just been, my life was like revolved around Married at First Sight for too many months during <laughs> a reality, <laughs> reality season. I know. Well, once you, I mean, Married at First Sight is a lot, like, it's a lot. And, you know, I give them credit. Like, they, they have the therapist. You know, they really, I think... I think, do we still think that they try to actually genuinely make matches or do we think they've given up and it's just all about TV now? I, I mean, I think they do. I think they want some, them to succeed and they want it to be successful, but I don't know that they have the greatest matching skills, I will say. Because <laughs> I'm sometimes I'm like, these two are never going to make it. What are you thinking? Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's 
kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, 
or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. All right, you guys, I want to thank some of our sponsors. And you know, for a limited time, I am offering my small business rates for advertising. One of the things being a women-owned business myself, a small business, it is so hard to advertise. Advertising is so expensive. And lots of times the people taking your advertising money are even annoyed that you're advertising with them. I'm like, okay, it never made any sense to me as a longtime radio DJ. Um, people always resented all of our a lot of our sponsors. And I'm like, guys, this is literally how we are funded. It was crazy. So I always want to do these in the fall to offer small businesses, women-owned businesses, women of color, men of color, men that are white, whatever. Uh, Basically, come on my show. I would love to promote you and hopefully you see the ROI and brand awareness that you want. Many, many of my clients have. I've worked for everybody from small businesses that have subscription box to Bloomingdale's. $150 $150 is where they start $300 and $600 for a TikTok IG Reel video. Email the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com for more details and hop on the bandwagon like Jennifer I do. Jennifer I do. I freaking love Jennifer. This woman does your wedding ceremonies, also your elopements, um, and she does them in Spanish too. You can follow her on Instagram, Jennifer underscore I underscore do love her. Also, Christy Littman, Christy Littman Photography. She just signed on as well. You probably heard her commercial on Monday's yesterday's show with Natasha. Christy Littman has an incredible wedding photography business as well as elopements. She also does corporate pictures. You can go to christylittmanphoto.com, littmanphoto.com, or her Instagram and book her there. She's unbelievable. She travels the country and you will love her photography work. Sign on like these fabulous women have. Go to these Sarah Fraser show at gmail.com. Email me. Okay, let's talk season 15, which is the current season where next week and our episode with you and me will air on the Sarah Fraser show before it's out. But I mean, we're coming up to decision day, right? For all these couples. It's been weeks and weeks and weeks. I mean, all right, who's who's been because for me, Morgan and Ben, right? Like, I just don't even know how you place those two together. I, I and 
look, you and I, I think, have, are both kind of have friendships to some degree with some of the cast members and production. But I'm just like, Morgan was like insufferable for me. I'm just like, this woman is like terrible. I, I just terrible. I I, she, I thought she was just so mean, and I don't, you know, Thank I was you. I was surprised, and I and 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 very unaware. She was like, I I know we see what we see and all this, but I was like, um, she she kept telling him how she has no no trauma and how she's healed and she'll help, you know, remember that one time she was talking, she was like, I'm totally healed from my dad's stuff. I'm like, Oh, but you're not like, oh, <laughs> this brutal. is, yeah. I, I was like, you are definitely still need to go to therapy because you have some things to get over. So she was just mean. But wait, I heard on your latest episode that you guys, and maybe it was a joke, but you guys were saying that you thought Morgan's mom had left you a one-star review. Do we think <laughs> We made a joke about it because someone left us a review and they, basically where they were like, she, they're too mean about, they were definitely talking about Morgan. And so I was like, oh God, Morgan's mom hopped on. If anyone wants to go leave us a nice review to counteract that one. <laughs> or maybe it was Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> it was Mor she'll, she'll one star me after this. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> I, I share your obsession also with Mitch and Kristen because I, I do not know how this man... And I'm sure he's very nice. I feel badly trashing all these people because you end up, like you said, you meet a lot of them in real life and you're like, oh, fuck, I've talked shit about this person for months. But I mean, yeah. Mitch, like, Mitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're not going to get anybody better than this. This woman shows up for you every single day. And the amount of like indecision for him is, I just, it's such great television, but I don't know how she's going. I don't know how she goes through it. No, she's a, she is, I want her to like teach me how to live because she's just, uh, she to me is just, she has handled everything with so much grace. And even when she like, quote unquote, snapped, it wasn't, I mean, I would have like actually snapped his neck. Like she was just, she, even when she gets upset, she handles it so well. It's like, but I, I think with Mitch, what's interesting and because like, you know, you do, we meet him on the after show. And he's a super, he's actually a very nice guy. I heard you guys say that. Yeah. That yeah. And, and I think you can see it in him too. I don't think Chris, I think from Kristen, the way Kristen treats him, I'm like, he must be a pretty decent guy if she hasn't already just been like, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, and I think that what's interesting about him is he seems to understand where he really screws up. It doesn't make it better because he keeps doing it, but he seems to really actually sort of be like, almost frustrated with himself. Like I get in my own way. I keep screwing up. I don't know why I'm like this. <laughs> like, I think that that's sort of the vibe I get from him. So I, I don't think they'll stay together. I really don't, but I, they could surprise us, but I just think she's like done with it at this point. Oh, I mean, I don't blame her. It's just so hard to get on board. I mean, just, I mean, from the get-go, the fact that he openly said, I just, I'm, I don't think I'm attracted to you. I was just like, oh, I, I, I don't know. That's so hard. You know, I mean, attraction is like the biggest thing, I think, from the start. You know, there has to be some spark there. And to me, that was just like, oof. they've been trying to dig out of that hole from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he even, I, I think he said that this, this past episode, like, I know I, I, you know, gave us, uh, put us in a negative position from the beginning. And I wish I could change things, but it is what it is sort of thing. But yeah, you're right. It's like, how do you get over that as a woman? You're like, we don't, 
know anything about each other. All we have at first is literally first sight. And you, you told me you don't like the side of me, basically. So that's a hard one to come back from. Yeah. And I mean, to me, it's like one of those things. I feel like he's old enough and has enough life experience. Like initially you lie, like give it four weeks and like find out, you know, okay, do I, has this attraction grown, you know, and after four weeks, if then you could say, I'm not attracted to you. I mean, it just was so, I don't know what he was. I was like, oh, Mitch. I yeah, know, he I made the old, he, he made the mistake. He made the big mistake. <laughs> Give me, okay, what are your predictions? It, you know, decision day is next week. So it's coming. Yeah. So who who do you think stays together? Who's gone? And obviously we know Morgan and Ben are done. Yes, thank God. Um, <laughs> I think that St- Nasha, the state, Sasha and Nate, Jesus Christ, I can't talk. <laughs> I think, I feel like they'll stay together, even though this past episode was, was getting a little rough with them, but I see them staying together. I don't think Kristen and Mitch will. Mm. I feel like Morgan and Lindy will too. And I don't think Alexis and Justin will. I don't know what's going on there. That relationship is very confusing. What's your read, by the way, on him? Like, I mean, do you think he's just so insecure? They're terribly matched. She's too much. Like, what? what's your take on them? I think they're just terribly matched. I think they're terribly matched. I just don't think that they have any... I don't think they want the same things. I don't think they have much in common. I just don't see how they are matched at all. They started out so strong, though. You know, I mean, I'm just like, I don't know. I want them to. I, I loved I loved the initial match. I thought they yeah. were so strong. And then it's like, to me, that's taken such a left turn. It is. It took a left turn. I think she's kind of shown herself in it. She came off. I was, she was like one of my favorites at first. And now I just find her to be like kind of gossipy and a bit of a pot stirrer and she takes shots at him about their sex life like constantly on the show and on after party and so I just feel like I don't think that they like each I don't think she likes him (laughs) no I agree with you I think they're I think I think yes um Miguel and Mindy say yes See, I hold out hope. I feel like Kristen and Mitch may say yes because I do feel like maybe there's still something there but I don't know. And I, I I think Alexis and Justin are totally toast. I, I think there's no way they, they seem so done with each other. Yeah, they really do. I would be shocked if they said yes to each other. But then again, I mean, sometimes this show just really surprises you. So who knows? What's always your take with the sex? Like, I always feel like if I'm going to go on this sh- these shows, like, I'm going to fuck the person, like, first night. Like, what else? Why else are you going on it? Like, it always blows my mind. These people that are, like, four or five weeks in and they still haven't had, so, haven't had sex. I mean, you're signing up for a show that you're married at first sight. I mean, even if they're ugly, like, aren't you doing it? I mean. So I, yeah. I mean, I've done it with people I didn't like before. <laughs> right we all have right i mean <laughs> i mean you could do anybody one time basically you know yeah it's so i weird. wonder i think it's like probably part of it is that is that like everyone's watching like it's probably a little bit of that it's probably a little bit of 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 the tv factor and it being public knowledge right away your sex life and all that stuff so that probably factors into it a little bit more too <laughs> It always blows my mind. I mean, I'd be like sleeping with that person. And then if it didn't work out, whoever else was having troubles, like I'd fuck them too. I mean, you're there. (laughs) Right? I'd be like, oh, sure, I'll fuck bitch. Why not? I mean, like, let's see, you know? 
<laughs> oh my god! When, so you've you've done after party, I'm sure, right? You've probably done after party multiple times. I've done it a couple times, yeah. With Mary yeah. first. Okay, so I just did the show for the first time. Kristen and Miguel were on. Have you done it this season? Were you? Yes, I did it with Mitch and Alexis, and oh, um, that I was scared. I told Mitch I was scared to <laughs> be with him because I talk shit about him, and he's like, "I don't blame you." Like, I get it. Basically, he was like. Don't worry about it. Was he after you about recycling? I mean, the recycling is like a whole nother level. I mean, the dude will walk three fucking hours to save on his carbon footprint. I mean, I can't. I know. It's a lot. I those when when she had to throw out the plastic things for jello shots, I was like, Mitch, you got it. Like I'm it's a good cause, but you gotta, you know, sometimes you're just gonna have to let some things slide, especially at first. You're gonna have to give I mean, she's really bending over backwards to do this shit for you. Like if she has a couple plastic things for jello shots, just all right. Just next party, maybe she won't. Just you don't have to make her go out and buy metal ones today. I can't remember if it got edited out or not, but we did a I think it got edited out of the after party episode I was on, but we we had like a whole three minute discussion on if she should start using the menstrual cups instead of tampons. I was like, okay, I Mitch is a whole nother level for me. Uh-uh. Yeah, I saw I saw that actually because she said that she brought it up to him yeah, yeah. because of his, you know, environmental things and what. And I was just like, that's a I, I you know, good on people that can use the cop. It's a no for me. So sorry, Mitch. <laughs> What's been your favorite season of Married at First Sight so far? Oh, my God. I mean, I've watched them all. So they all kind of start to blend together. And every season I get really angry at somebody. So um but you know who I liked a lot and now they're not together anymore, but I remember this being a good season. I think it was in New York because he was a firefighter. Okay. Do you remember Jason and he was a firefighter and she was, I think a makeup artist. I'm not going to, oh. I can't, I feel like it, but was it in New York? That seems like a big city to have it, but I think it was Oh my Jason. God. Yeah, I'm at, I'll Google it right now. Jason Marion at First Sight well, Firefighter. I, I was thinking, I think my favorite season was season 12, um, which was, okay, we're on season 15. Mine was, yeah, like Vincent and Brianna, who are now having a baby. Remember that season? Like, that was, oh, I loved them. Yes. And I loved Eric together with um, Virginia. And then they like broke up. There were so many. I, I don't know. I really got into that whole season. But I think. Yeah, that was a good season. And Eric. Yeah, I really liked Virginia. I loved Clara. Oh, my God. I wanted Clara. I wanted Ryan to come around like that was remember. I mean, I don't know. Did they ever end up having sex? I feel like maybe they did. Look at I me, like work. I'm obsessed with this. I'm like, who did it? Like, <laughs> who, who had sex? Yeah, I need I, to know. But remember, I feel like they did. I don't remember. If, I don't think they did. I don't think they ever did. And remember Haley and Jacob? Nobody was like, oh, terribly matched more than that. Oh, oh my God, she, my, we had a whole theory on that because I was like, because she remember she did do it. She bo- like they boned the first night. Remember we found out, and I think, I think it went real. Poorly, and that's why she just she because she could not stand him after that. And I was like, oh, that's one of those things when you it was like she went for it, and it was like not. so bad. She was just like, I I can't. Oh, they yeah. Were, I loved her too. Like she, I love her style on Instagram, and you know, she just seems so like evolved. I don't know. He and he was like, oh my god, the worst. Just like the. She- yeah, she does seem like so much better off of the show. I'm on the show. She kind of annoyed me because I felt like she always just looked like she was miserable. 
but um, I also like don't know what it's like to be on a reality show and have you know my personal life blasted all the time. So who knows? Um, and do we have any update? How is Mark the Shark? Like they were kind of two of my favorites as well. Mark the Shark and wasn't it Lindsay? Lindsay, she's a nut. Um, I. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. I know that she's she hated she was always like giving him a hard time for being on Instagram. And now all she does is like post herself on Instagram and like gives advice. And she's a she's a a handful. Oh, my God. She was the worst. Like so just verbally. She was another one where it was like always gaslighting Mark. And I mean, it was always about how she was like, you know, okay, and had done so much work on herself. And it was all Mark's fault. And like Mark seemed like the sweetest I know man there that was there for love. Oh, she was the worst when she went off on him in that bowling alley. I mean, that was so mean. It was so mean. It was just mean, mean, mean. And then we had it was that the same season with uh, what's her face. I'm a good person. Um, Oh, uh, you know, the good, the girl that kept saying she's a good person. That was last season. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember who you mean, but anyway, but Ale- yeah, yeah. They are- starts with Alyssa. Oh, Alyssa, Alyssa. There's just so many good see. It is. It's a phenomenal show. It's a phenomenal show. It's such a great experiment. Um, I mean, I think fewer and fewer couples are lasting, but <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know the, the, the experts are getting worse, but the show's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. And, and so you guys put out brand new episodes every single week. Are you my podcast? You do recaps. I love it. Your shows always drop on Wednesdays. On Thursdays. Yeah. Thursdays. Okay. Right after. And, um, you were saying like, you know, obviously this season will wrap, but there's only about a month in between seasons. And then you guys are right. And and during that time, you'll talk lifetime. You'll talk other reality. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do, uh, we'll do other episodes. So we, we, we welcome people to stick around, even if it's not, it's not always about married at first sight in the off, in the off part. We have people that don't even watch married at first sight that just listen to the podcast because they like to hear us just like rant about it. So it's almost, we always like to say, if you're not watching what we're talking about, you can still, you can still tune in and, and get some laughs. Oh, well, you guys are so funny. You great. You have great rapport. I mean, you're hysterical. Obviously you've had years of, of writing and going off the cuff. So you are so good to listen to. It's, it's a riot. Thank you. Um, all right. I want to just talk about too. I love your marriage story. Um, your husband, who is a former NFL player for the Seahawks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He actually had tweeted at Ross. Ma- I love the way you guys met. He like tweeted at Ross Matthews to put in a good word for you. Yeah. He, like- so Ross was a huge C is a huge Seahawks fan. And he was standing on the li- uh, sidelines and John and John walked up to him. And John he said, Ryan, by the way, is your husband. Yes. Huh, yes. And he, John walks up to him and he's like, Hey, I watched Chelsea lately. Like you should put in a word with me for, with, for me with Sarah Colonna, because I think she and I would get along great. And Ross was like, uh, done. Okay. So then Ross is like, listen, he's going to tweet to you. And I think you should respond. I think that, I think that he's a good guy. And I was like, Oh my God, athletes are so gross. I will never want to date a football player. That's disgusting. Really? And, <laughs> that's what I, I mean, they're hot, but I was like, you know, that I just assumed they were all like players and you know, all this stuff. Well, couldn't have been more wrong. Uh, don't judge a book by its cover or its job or whatever. The sweetest guy in the world. We hit it off so well. He's so funny. Um, and he is super hot too. Doesn't hurt. Um, and, uh, yeah, we ended up getting married and, and Ross officiated our wedding. 
Okay, and so tell me, like, what was your dating experience prior to meeting your husband? Like, you were you were in L.A. for years. And L.A., I mean, I moved here from D.C., and D.C. is very similar. People say it's such a hard city to find love. Like, people are all about what you do, and, you know, they're sometimes they're here for a short period of time. So had you had a lot of success in the love department before you met your husband? No. I mean, I had... <laughs> I lived with someone for five years. We had dated on and off. And I mean, we didn't live together for five years. We were together for five years on and off. We moved in together and then it's rapidly declined um, because I was like, oh, I don't like this person. Like you I definitely realized that you should live with someone before you get married. If you're, if you're okay with that, Um, because you, you learn a lot. And so after that relationship, I, I just, I dated here and there, but nothing no it sucks dating is terrible in los angeles probably in every city but i just and then i became like not interested i just before john actually came along i was sort of like my friends thought i was quote unquote lonely one of my girlfriends was like you're not dating anyone you must be lonely i'm like no i just don't care like i don't have it in me i have very little free time and i don't want to spend it going out with someone and, and finding out that I hate them that night. Like, it's a waste of time in my mind. I, oh, my God. I mean, I, I was with you. Like, I, I met my husband sitting next to him on an airplane. Um, so Oh, my God. That is like a Hallmark movie it, itself. It truly was. Like, I was hammered. I was working for a radio station, and I was a morning radio host. We were in Tampa. I was trashed. We were coming back from Gasparilla. I was actually so drunk. I got on the announcements. Like, you know how they have the booth, right, where they're going to check you in to get you on the airplane? They have the little. Yeah. I was so drunk. I got on there and started making announcements about how Southwest was going to give out free drinks and people were like laughing and then we I don't know we started singing some song anyhow I get on the airplane I sit next to my husband we start talking we all have to deboard because there was like a, a thunderstorm we go and drink more um I get off the plane I give him like a crumpled up business card that was completely coffee stained he not even my phone number he emails me with his phone number anyhow we start texting he calls me and it was like it was on from there but I had completely given up on love too like I I had gone out on a date with a guy whose brother was a professional clown who wanted to play a prank and make like seriously and make balloon animals on our date as a surprise halfway through our date like I had dated the worst of the fucking worst in DC that is so funny first of all the clown I can't but um I, that story is amazing that have how you met your husband. I mean, I'm just glad they let you on the plane. Sometimes they don't let you. See, it's like Tampa, Florida. They were completely unfazed. Like in Tampa, I feel like the flight attendants just watched. They were like, all right, like, it's fine. Like, they, they didn't even <laughs> like, like Tampa's such a wreck. Anyway. Um, okay. Well, Sarah, I, I know you are in Canada. You guys are, you're busy. You're doing your thing. You're also, you have a tour coming up, right? You're going to be in Louisville, Kentucky. Yes, I do. Thank you for bringing that up. If anyone's listening, if you're going to be, I'm going to be in Louisville uh, first weekend of November, and then I'm going to be in Indiana uh, or Fort Wayne, Indiana, the like third week of November and the first week of December, I'm going to be in Spokane, Washington on all those dates are on my website, Sarah Colonna, C-O-L-O-N-N-A.com. Are you my podcast? Subscribe. And uh, unlike Morgan's mom, do not leave a one-star review. Hit him with a five. (laughs) 
Um, yes, we got to counteract Morgan's mom. She's out there okay. finding us. Yes, okay. Um, let, let's not like let her make too many fake profiles and hit us with a one star. Um, all right, I can't wait to see you in LA. I really, hopefully your husband, I, my husband is in soccer, so um, they might have a lot in common. And oh, that's, my husband loves soccer. So that they definitely will. What does he do? He, do I yeah, he's a youth soccer coach here on the west side in L.A. Amazing. He's an assistant director of a club. He, uh, we are nonstop soccer. We, he tells me, Sarah, soccer never sleeps. I'm like, well, let's get it start. You know, <laughs> let's put it to fucking bed. <laughs> that is so funny. Yes, we have to do a double date for sure. All right, Sarah, love you. Everybody follow Sarah Colonna. Are you my podcast? Buy tickets to her tour. We'll see you soon. Thanks, girl. Bye.